You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And we're going to deviate just slightly today from talking only about social media to talk to a great guest that I recently met here in Atlanta. The funny thing is, he's in Denver, where I used to be, so, you know, it's a small world. You know, I tell people, don't ever burn those bridges, because you never know when you might need to circle back around. So anyhow, my guest today is Eric Wolf. Welcome, Eric. Thank you for having me. Great. Oh, we have a fabulous connection. I love this. So let me go ahead and give Eric's bio. Um, Eric is a small business marketing expert and the author of two books, Blog for Business and the award-winning Marketing Unmasked. He is the founder of Orbiter, Marketing and Automation for WordPress, and of Zero G Creative, an online marketing agency servicing small businesses, small business clients. Eric has been featured in the Huffington Post and the New York Times, among other media outlets, and has been a speaker at conferences including South by Southwest, WordCamp Atlanta, which is where we met, and Ignite Denver. As I mentioned, Eric lives in Denver with his wife and two children. So, Eric, welcome. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Great. The funny thing, I understand you actually kind of have a little bit of snow there in Denver. Can't say I miss that very much. We we had um, we had a little bit of snow last week, and I think that there may be a little bit more on the way. Oh, you know we're we're having rain here, Atlanta, so it's just moist all the way around. But let's just jump go. right in um, because. As I mentioned, I met Eric at WordCamp here in Atlanta, and that was a conference for people who use WordPress, whether it's just to blog or someone who's like me, and I use it as the foundation of my website, my blog, everything that I do, which my understanding is more and more people are doing. I think I heard a stat that said that uh, in, the, in the entire world, one in four websites are now built on WordPress. So it is a fabulous platform that has so many cool things, and that's why I really wanted to have Eric on because Eric focuses on teaching people how to do more work with less effort and that's by using a lot of features that you can add into WordPress both free and paid versions but just some absolutely cool features that that you can add Uh, yeah absolutely and and, you know in terms of the statistic yeah about one in four uh, depending on where you look uh, either some people say more like one in five. Some people say one in four websites in the world are built on WordPress. But about 50% mm-hmm. of all of the sites that use a um, well-recognized content management system, so mm-hmm. about 50% of those sites are WordPress. Right. You know, and, and as I mentioned, it's something that has all of these cool features, which is very good because we only have so many hours in our day and we all start thinking, Ugh, I just can't do any more. I, I can't do this. Um, I talked with somebody last week who said that she's, you know, it's, it's her by herself. She is, she is her business. And she has decided to stop blogging and stop using social media, even though she knows how beneficial they are because she just doesn't have enough hours in the day. So it's just so great that we have you on, Eric, because you you not only have products that we want you to talk about that, that will do that, but you also know about other products in addition to those that your company produces that will help people to automate. You know, And automation is the, the best way to go about it because until we know how to clone ourselves – yeah, we we have to have some type of of tricks. Oh, absolutely. So so the biggest um, the biggest time saver that that I tell people about, which is actually completely counterintuitive, mm-hmm. because this is the thing that that most people want to avoid, 
at all costs because of how much, you know, time it can potentially take. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, the biggest time saver that you can do in, in your, your marketing, and this has, and this is software agnostic. It's not, um, it's not a WordPress thing. It's not a, um, it, it's really just a how you spend your time thing. And that's blogging. Right. Blogging is, um, is by far, the most efficient use of your time that, that you can that you can spend in your own marketing efforts, and um, the, the the way that I define blogging, especially you know for a small business, we try not to to, to make it too daunting, but it's at least one three hundred to five hundred word post uh, per week. Right. And so you know it's something that takes you about an hour to write. Mm-hmm. But the really great thing is is that once you've got that blog post. You know, so so you're doing it weekly, which amounts to, um, you know, let's let's call it the average, 400 words a week, four weeks a month. Mm-hmm. That's 1,600 words of unique content that you're um, that you're creating for your for your marketing. Mm-hmm. And what that does for you is you can say now, um, oh well, gee, well, well, where am I going to get the time to spend on on social media? I just spent an hour blogging. Well, you just wrote 1,600 words of unique mm-hmm. content. Right. And so, um, and so where that social media content comes from, well, that's a no-brainer. Um, the same thing with, um, with email marketing. A lot of people, uh, everyone knows that, that they should be doing email marketing. It's probably the, um, it's probably the highest ROI per minute spent, per dollar spent than any other marketing Mm-hmm. Uh, than any other marketing effort that you can undertake, um, but people don't do it again because of the time effort. Right. So when you've got that monthly email newsletter that you're actually pushing out quarterly or maybe twice a year, um, you know now you can actually do it monthly because the content is already written. Mm-hmm. White papers, articles, ebooks. You've if you're doing your blogging, you've got the content that you need to drive. All of this stuff, right? And um, and that's that's by far the the best way that you can spend your time. Mm-hmm. And then once you're doing that, there's a whole lot of software and things like that, that you can be using that'll make your life a lot easier. Right. You know, and, and people, it's it's funny when you tell them write 400 words once a week, their eyes cross. You know, they give you the deer in headlights look. And then I'll go to their Facebook page and they've written just a Facebook post that is 300 words. You know, so 400, you know, three to 400 words, 500, you know, and you don't want to do much more than that for a, a blog post because then people won't read it. But you know, it, it really, once you're a little bit disciplined, it doesn't take that much time to write that. No, we're talking about somewhere between, you know, depending on how you set your type size and, and, and depending on what your line spacing looks like, you know, something that's approximately a page in Microsoft Word, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. more. But 300 words is really all you need for a, um, you know, for a great blog post. And, and the reason that, that, that we use the 300 word threshold is because, um, that's a threshold now very little is actually known. But that's a threshold that, that a lot of people assume is used by Google. Mm, um, okay. Uh, 300 words is said to be kind of the difference between content that's, um, uh, you know, long enough to be really useful. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, and so, so that's a threshold that, that a lot of us are told that Google uses and a lot of us, I guess, assume that Google uses. Mm-hmm. So we, we set the minimum of 300 words. But then once you get to, um, you know, a lot of times when people say, oh, I tried blogging and, and man, that took a long time. You look at their stuff and you see that they've got like a 2,000 word novella as their first blog post. And, you know, and of course it takes a long time to, um, and of course it takes a long time to replicate that effort. I mean, you're probably looking at, you know, three hours in front of your computer at that point. Mm-hmm. But if you um, but if you take that that amount of text and realize that it's not um, you know that that's not one blog post that you just wrote it's six mm-hmm. well all of a sudden things you know the world becomes a much brighter place right. mm-hmm. and um, you know and people say oh well, I can't write that you know I can't write that short everything comes out of me is two pages 
well, that's fine. Just, you know, break it down. Instead of, instead of including sections in your blog post, make each section its own post. Do mm-hmm. something just to, just to break it up. And then WordPress will actually allow you to schedule that in advance. So right. if so you, you want to sit down on a Saturday and write 2,000 words and make it your whole thing, yeah, exactly. You're done. Well, and, and the cool thing about having something long like that you, that you've broken up is you can always say, you know, check next week for part two. And then, of course, when you write part two, you want to refer back to part one so that the people who, you know, missed, missed some of those can easily go back and forth. So they might have found, you know, part four and didn't realize it was four of, you know, of, it was the fourth part of four. So they'll go back and they'll read those other three. And that really starts driving a lot of blog traffic. Uh, absolutely, and you can. So that that's a that's a great uh, that's a great thing to do. Another thing that you can really do at that point is if you know, let's say you've got ballpark two thousand words that you that you wrote last month about a particular topic. If you come back this month and you do the same thing about uh, a different facet of the same topic, and and you've got say another two thousand words. Well, you can put those, uh, you can spend an additional, uh, hour editing, and then you've got a 4,000, 5,000 word ebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can, that you can do with the content, um, once you have it. Mm-hmm. When you, uh, when you don't have it, that's a, um, you, you know, then, then your hands are tied. You've got, you know, there really isn't a whole lot that you can do, but, but when you have content, there's a lot of things you can do. And I think probably the hardest thing for many people, I know it was definitely the hardest thing for me, was first of all just to start because, you know, I had all of these things going on in my mind and I must have told people for a year, you know, that I would work with, you need to blog and they would say, where's your blog? And I'd hum and haw around because I hadn't written it. But, you know, and then of course I wanted it to be absolutely perfect. And when I got over that, that was when I could really start blogging. Now, you know, obviously I don't want grammatical errors and things like that, but it really is kind of a stream of, of conscious thought that's, you know, well written depending, depending on your subject. I mean, for some people, what they're writing is, is absolutely perfect and it's not well written from a, a you know, an, an, an English professor standpoint, but it is just in that starting and then keeping up with it. And I think the keeping up with it is the other hard part for people. So, and, and, and you're right on both counts. The, you know, the, the thing about blogging that a lot of people don't fundamentally understand because, because it's a different kind of writing than, than a lot of us are used right. to mm-hmm. when, um, when we start. You know, a lot of us are, are used to, um, you, you know, when we think of, of any kind of, you know, formal writing assignment, mm-hmm. you know, you think back to high school or college or something like that and you're writing papers and, and they have to be perfect. Um, you know, a blog post doesn't have to be perfect. A blog post, um, and not every blog post has to be brilliant. We're talking about something that you're doing every week mm-hmm. and putting that, that onus of brilliance on yourself, um, you know, 50 times a year is, um, you know, let's, let's be honest. That, that's a lot of pressure and that's a lot of pressure that, um, that almost nobody can live up to. Mm-hmm. So, so number one, they don't all have to be perfect. Um, they don't even have to be complete thoughts. Right. Um, something pops into your head, and um, and it turns into basically a three hundred word question that you're asking yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually okay, and um, and you, you don't need to. Not everything has to be. Um, you know, people people say things like, "Oh, well, you know, we're going to be thought leaders and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. Nobody became a thought leader overnight. Right. You didn't start a blog. And, you know, and two weeks later, you're a thought leader. That, that's not the way it works. Just like, you know, just like if I'm, um, uh, just like if I'm an overweight couch potato, um, sitting in, and watching sports every night, um, in two weeks, I'm not going to have a rippling six pack if I say, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to be in shape now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the exact, it's the exact same thing for the guy who's sitting on his couch. The most important thing that he can do is just start showing up at the gym mm-hmm. and and there's going to be a couple months there that he you know just doesn't know what he's doing and um you know 
kind of a little bit lost, but, but, but just showing up is a mm-hmm. huge step in the right direction. And it's the same thing for bloggers. Write something. It doesn't have to be brilliant. You're not going to have a whole lot of people reading on day one. Um, you know, it's, you know, look at it as something that, that you're, you know, doing for yourself, like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a workout. Right. And over time, the benefits, you know, the benefits come if you stick with the workout regimen. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the, you, you know, that, that's my perspective on that. It's, um, a lot of people, um, I mean, it's just like anything else, you know, anything that, that requires, um, you know, that requires hard work. There's a, you know, there, there's a very not fun part, you know, it's, it's fun starting something mm-hmm. and it's fun getting the benefits at the end, but there's that, there's that long haul right, the in work. The, you know, <laughs> right in the middle of that, mm-hmm. that, that process that, you know, that ends up scaring a lot of people off. I mean, it's the same thing, whether you're talking about, you know, working out or, or learning a new skill or, or anything. Um, but you gotta, you gotta get through that part. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was it was interesting. You know, one of the other uh, speakers that I heard at WordCamp was Chris Ames, and I'm going to have him on as a, a guest in a couple of weeks. And one of the things that Chris does is he keeps a little piece of paper, and you know, and and I was I was fascinated with the fact that he did this actually manually, the old school way. He has you know little scraps of paper around, and you know, like golf pencils or you know something like that, so they don't take up a lot of space. It fits in a back pocket, you know, the console of your car, all those various things. And then as he thinks of something that he wants to write about, he writes that down. Because you know how many of us we think, oh, that would be a good topic to to talk about, and then. 20 minutes later, it was like, what was that? I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's part of it is just, you know, when you th- see an article and you think, Hey, I'd like to blog about that, or you read a post on Facebook or something, make a note of it because we, we all forget these things. And then we are very hard on ourselves because we think, Oh, you know, I, there was that thing I wanted to blog about. Now I can't remember it. So I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to do it at all until that thought comes back to me. Yeah, if, if 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 I kept a golf pencil in my back pocket, I'd be likely to injure myself at some point. But um, I use um, uh, I use Evernote, mm-hmm, um, right. so I have it on my computer, I have it on my phone, I have it on my iPad, and so just about anywhere I am, unless I'm you know actively driving, mm-hmm. um, you know I can I can make a uh, I can make a little note for myself, and 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 there are always um, and. A, you know, and again, a lot of people are kind of looking for that brilliant idea, and and um, and you don't always need the brilliant idea. There are always fallback topics that you can um, that you can go to, like um, uh, for example, um, frequently asked questions. Right. Mm-hmm. Frequently asked questions are things that we are just you know we're all aware of in our in our respective lines of work and. We go into meetings and people ask us the same thing every darn time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when in doubt, that's a great well to, to draw from for a blog post mm-hmm. because you're creating something that not only, um, that is not only really useful as, um, as a blog post, but when you know that the next meeting that you go into, somebody's going to ask you that same thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you've created your own sales follow-up as well. Right. Um, you know, people still spend thousands and thousands of dollars creating collateral. Mm-hmm. And we all know in our heart of hearts that, you know, I give you my trifold brochure and, you know, and, oh, man, it's, it's going to end up in the trash as soon as I leave the room. Um, you know, we, we, we know that, but we still do it and we call it a sales follow-up mm-hmm. um, or, a, or a leave behind. Well, a blog post in that situation where somebody has asked you a question and said, Hey, what's, um, you know, uh, you know, what do you think about this? And you say, well, Hey, here's the short answer. But by the way, I just wrote about my, wrote about this on my blog about three weeks ago. Um, as soon as I get back to my desk, I'm going to send you that post. Right. And you've created your own sales follow up. Mm-hmm. You've created collateral that your client is actually going to read. Mm-hmm. And you've gone an extra step to help somebody and to show your value as a trusted 
partner. So, right. so it's a, it's a win 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 all around. And and frequently asked questions, great blog posts, really easy. Right, and and one question is one blog post for the, for the most part. You know, and and my thought process on that too is. There's never a stupid question. You know, people will come up to me and they'll say, oh, I have this stupid question about how to use Facebook or, you know, where do I find this on LinkedIn? It, it, well, especially on social media, there's no stupid questions because it changes so much it confuses all of us. But, you know, if one Because social media is to, kind of stupid, is that Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> To some degree, sure. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, if, if one person asks it, you know other people want to know too. You know, there's, there really is no such thing as a totally unique question. So, you know, if Absolutely. somebody asks your question, it does create something that, that you can write about. You know, and, and if, you know, obviously you, you don't want to, you know, make them feel silly or anything like that, but it is a good way to get more content out there. And maybe you do tag them in Facebook and you say, you know, Bob asked me this great question last week about how to do such and such. I thought if Bob wanted to know, maybe other people would too. So here's my response. So then, you know, Bob is going to share that, hopefully, you know, because he's thinking, oh, this really was very helpful. But it is something then that you can get more traction with because the goal, of course, especially if you're using social media, is to get other people to start sharing your content too. Oh, absolutely. And you've got, you know, and and, and the example with social media is actually a particularly good one because... It's, um, you know, so, some people are, are in industries that, you know, that maybe haven't changed a whole lot in the last 20 years. Right. Um, but, but some of us are in industries that change every single week. And, um, and we're privy to things that, are, that our clients uh, obviously are not. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, and so, you know, in those situations especially, the ability to be proactive with a client and not even wait for the question and say, hey, I know that somebody's going to ask me about this next week and I need to be prepared for an, with, with an answer. Um, that's a terrific use for blogging too because, um, because you can, you can educate your, um, you know, you can educate your, your clients and your prospects and, and you can use that as a tool to help keep them away from the folks mm-hmm. who are, um, uh, you know, who are maybe steering them wrong or, or maybe who haven't done their homework. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and, you know, it, it, it really is something that, you know, as, as you mentioned, the blog is just the foundation of everything. Um, in your presentation, I'm, I'm actually looking at it back here online from WordCamp, you liken it to a tree and blogging is the trunk of that tree. Then Everything else comes from it, whether it's social media, presentations, landing pages, email marketing, your ebooks, networking, you know, SEO, which of course is, is very important. All of that comes from that initial blogging. And as you said, it's a week, uh, it's an hour every week. This is not rocket science, folks. You know, once you get into the hang of it, and the first, you know, the first time you try it, it might take two, four hours, you know, something. But when you get more into knowing how to do it, it will flow faster and and come out of you, you know, in, in a much more rapid speed. Hopefully, yeah. My, um, you know, my my belief is that a um, is that a great marketing plan doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to be time consuming. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be expensive. Um, or, you know, we've got a lot of small businesses out there who are. Running very lean organizations, if if you could even call, you know, one guy or gal sitting in their basement an organization, um, you know, they've got very lean budgets, and it's my belief that um, that for, uh, you know, on average about ninety minutes a week and about one hundred and fifty dollars a month, mm-hmm. that um, uh, that a small business owner can do all the marketing pretty much that they need. Right. Once you know, they and, have the basics, of course, like a website, things right. like that. Yeah. You know, and, and I really want to talk about that because, you know, 90 minutes a week is not a ton of time, you know, and, and if anything, that's taking out maybe one in-person networking event. You know, maybe you're somebody that goes networking every day, you know, some things like that. So you eliminate one of those and you spend time doing this. 
you save, you know, you save money by not going out to do that. And 150 a month is not a large, you know, chunk of change to, to, to be doing all this. And, and so one of your first, uh, suggestions is to use MailChimp. I love MailChimp. You know, I was a constant contact person for a long time and then I added up how much I spent on constant contact and thought, ah, okay. Um, now obviously there's a, a, a paid version of MailChimp, but for many people, the free version of MailChimp works just fine. Uh, absolutely, the free version of Mailchimp um, is wonderful. It, um, it it lets you have up to two thousand subscribers. Uh, you know, you you are required if you're using the free version to have the the little Mailchimp logo in your um, in the footer of your email. Right, not a um, big that, deal. That's not a that's not a big trade to make. The one the the, the one reason that I um, that I recommend for a lot of folks the um, the paid version. Is um, paid version comes with something that um, that is extremely useful for a lot of us, and that's um, and that's autoresponders. Mm-hmm. Right. This is something that that a lot of us just aren't using the way that um, the way that we should. And and you'd be amazed. You can you know you can spend you know fifteen minutes on a whiteboard, kind of drawing up the um, you know the things that. Um, you know, the reasons that people contact you and the forms that they fill out on your website. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you want to be telling them. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you want to be telling them regularly and, and, and quickly after, you know, after you get their information. And so um, doing all those sales follow-ups is daunting for a lot of folks. But, um, but MailChimp, with the autoresponders, you can easily automate that. And, and it's something that you can integrate very easily with with WordPress and you know and, and have your your automated sales follow-ups um, you know just kind of happen mm-hmm. and you know, and, and so, for example, what we'd be talking about is, you know, maybe somebody attends one of my presentations and I get their, uh, their email addresses. You know, I probably had them in advance because I made them register online. So then by mm-hmm. using the paid version of MailChimp, the day after, I can send everybody a, hey, thank you so much for attending email. And maybe in that it's going to contain a white paper that I referred to or, you know, uh, I've had somebody that has said, you know, one of the hardest things for them to do is to figure out how to put their photo into LinkedIn. (laughs) You know, seems simple for some of us, but obviously for others it's complicated. So maybe in that email you've got a, a quick little descriptor or maybe a little video. This is how you do that. Then two weeks down the road, you send everybody another little email. You know, does anybody have any follow-up questions? Yada, yada, yada. Then maybe a month down the road, you send them an email and you say, I have this great new seminar that is part two of what you saw. Would you be interested in attending it? And, you know, it took, what, maybe 15, 20 minutes to set that up. But think of all the the, uh, traction that you're going to get from all of that. And at the very least, they unsubscribe. Yeah, well, that's okay. Mailchimp always sends you cute little things like, "Oh, they don't love you anymore." But you know, it's it's not a big deal. And and but you're not having to stop and think. Okay, I gave that seminar. It was two weeks ago. I need to send out that email, but I'm really busy today, so I'll send it tomorrow. And oh, uh, and then you never send it. And so that whole automation process is what is so critical to this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and there are a lot of things even within that process that you can. Um, that you can automate really, really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an example being that, um, you know, a lot of us know that um, that you can set up a WordPress site to, you know, somebody registers for something on your website. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can get that person into MailChimp automatically, and that's, right. um, you know, and that's wonderful. Um, uh, but, you know, there, there are other services that will also help you get contacts from your other services into, um, you know, in, in, into MailChimp. A, a great, one of the greatest things that, um, that you can ever play with, especially if you use multiple services and, you know, you're using things like, you know, maybe you've got a CRM like Salesforce or HiRise or you, mm-hmm. you know, you do a lot of events. So, so, so you're doing stuff on Eventbrite. Um, uh, there's a service called uh, Zapier. Uh, Z-A-P-I-E-R dot com. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and um, and basically what that'll let you do is um, is basically integrate all this stuff together. So you can automatically take your Eventbrite signups and send them to Mailchimp. Nice. You can automatically take people that you add into Mailchimp and send them to Salesforce. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that that you can um, uh, that you can that you can do. Um, you know, a big one for me is we use FreshBooks for our accounting, mm-hmm. um, for our uh, for our agency, and so um, and so as soon as I you know set somebody up as a as a client, I send them an estimate, I send them an invoice. Mm-hmm. I've got multiple mailing lists that we're um, that we're signing into, mm-hmm. so. Um, so a lot of really good stuff that you can automate, um, you know, even without any technical experience at all. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, we are at the bottom of the hour, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about more of these tools. We definitely want to talk about Orbiter, which is, of course, Eric's product. But, you know, we're going to talk about some other things, too. Gravity is one. I was fascinated by that. I'm redoing my website and adding in several of the features that you talked about. So, you know, when we come back, let's talk about how, again, this this allows you to do more with less time. So that will be up when we come back. For being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant You're listening to Mile High Radio MileHighRadio.com On the World Wide Web For your listening pleasure the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is a Colorado nonprofit corporation formed by Julie and Doug Hutchison to help individuals, particularly children and young adults who have epilepsy. The main focus is to raise funds to provide grants for trained seizure response dogs that may be able to detect an oncoming seizure and provide warnings and or respond after the onset. The foundation also provides MFIT monitors for those in need. MFIT movement monitors are the latest technology for monitoring and individual who, during sleep, may experience seizures, which a caregiver or family member should be alerted to. The Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is named for Julie and Doug's beloved daughter, Chelsea, who died in her sleep during a seizure in April of 2009. The cause of her death is called SUDEP, or Sudden Unexplained Death in Epilepsy. During the six years that Chelsea had seizures, no one had ever told the Hutchisons that a seizure could take her life. As a result of that omission, the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation raises SUDEP awareness so other families are not blindsided in the same way that they were. For more information on the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation, please click on the banner ad right here on milehighradio.com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Or working harder than ever but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our information, you can lead a happier life, work from home, and start earning great money fast. I was a a traditional business owner, and our business was affected greatly by the economy, so we were looking for another income stream. It allowed me to actually walk away from a 16-year career and part owner in a traditional business just after eight months. Go to freedom1000.com, get out of the rat race, work from home, and start earning great money fast. I'm a single mom. Before this business, I was over $90,000 in credit card debt alone, and now we go to Disneyland, Disney World. We've been on vacations to Hawaii. I never could have done that before this business. Go to freedom1000.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 1000.com, freedom1000.com, and start earning great money fast. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back And we are back. I am Deb Creer. Oh, we have an echo. Um, the socialite. And I am passionate. Eric, do you have your speaker on maybe? I'm getting an echo. No. Oh. Is it on the radio end? Do you hear an no. echo, Haas? Okay, it's just me. Never mind. Um, 
So, oh, there, it's gone. Okay, let's start this again. I am Deb Creer. I am the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am delighted today that we have Eric Wolf with us because Eric is talking to us about how to use your WordPress website and add in all of these features and do more while actually spending less time. So, Eric, welcome back. Well, thank you. Great. You know, and, and first and foremost, tell people how they connect with you and how they find out all your information. Oh, absolutely. Um, a great place to uh, to hook up with me is is Twitter. You can find me at Eric Wolf, um, E R I K W O L S, mm-hmm. and um, and they can reach us on our website, um, Orbiter.net. That's O R B T R.net. Great. So. Um, I'm, I'm easy to find. <laughs> well, let's, uh, you know, we've been talking about some of the various tools to, to do all of this simplification. And we are talking about people who have used WordPress to develop their website, which is, you know, more and more of us in this world because it's easy. It's fairly inexpensive. You know, clearly, if you need a very sophisticated website, you probably do need to go to, to a, a uh, actual web developer, and that's fine. But for many people, WordPress does everything we need it to do. So we've been talking about adding these features in. And one of the ones that, that I heard you talk about at WordCamp here in Atlanta was um, called Gravity. I had never heard of it, and I just was absolutely, totally astounded at what it could do at a very inexpensive rate. So, Eric, tell us a little bit about Gravity and what all we can make it do in our WordPress sites. So, there's a um, it, it's a plugin called Gravity Forms. It's um, it's a premium plugin. You um, you do need to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I recommend for folks um, is. Um, uh, it costs about a hundred dollars a year, which which gets you, um, which gets you during, you know, during the time that you have an active license. It ensures that you get all the updates, which, um, which is very important. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and they'll also give you um, uh, give you email support and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's it, it's definitely um, it's definitely worth paying for. Right. Um, you know, form on your website stops working. It's really nice to know that you can mm-hmm. contact these guys and um, and and have them help you figure it out because that's right. that's money you're losing at that point. Right. And so, that's hundred dollars um, a year, not a month, not a week. A hundred dollars a year. So this is is a great great function. Absolutely, and and what it does is it, it makes it very easy for you to set up the forms on your website. Um, uh, you want a contact form. You want a um, uh, you want a get my white paper kind of form. Sign up for my email newsletter. Um, they make it really easy for you to, for you to create these things. Really easy to build in more advanced functionality like you know conditional logic type of stuff. Like if somebody says that um, uh, that they're uh, that they're an existing client as opposed to a new prospect. Well, maybe there are different options that come up. So there, there's a lot of stuff that you can do, and it integrates with a ton of third-party services. Mm-hmm. It integrates with um, with services like Mailchimp for email marketing, so that um, so that if somebody uh, fills out one of your forms, they can be automatically added to a list or lists of your choosing in Mailchimp. Mm-hmm. Integrates with Salesforce. Integrates with um, uh, integrates with Highrise, integrates with FreshBooks, um, integrates with um, uh, with with payment gateways like uh, uh, PayPal and Authorize.net. Um, we, we've got um, we've got one client that's actually you know essentially using Gravity Forms as e-commerce. Mm-hmm. It's not you know <laughs> there's certainly limitations there, but they've got it hooked up into their Authorize.net account and um, and. Somebody fills out a form on their website. They put in their credit card information. The page is secure, and boom, they're um, uh, they've got money in the bank. So mm-hmm. it's really, really fantastic plugin. I mean, for um, it's uh, it's something that that we've been using for years. It's something that we've been using in client sites for years. It's um, uh, it, it's definitely my favorite forms plugin by far. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, you know, the, the, and 
as we've been talking about, the cool thing is it's one thing that then integrates all of this other, you know, all these other tasks. So again, we're, we're doing more, but spending less time to do this. And, and, you know, it's inexpensive. You know, I don't, I'm not a, an affiliate marketer for them and I don't believe Eric is either. So it's a, a great tool for people to be able to use. But let's go ahead and talk about your tool, Eric. Tell us what Orbiter does. So Orbiter, and, and this is something that a lot of, you know, that, that's become, um, sort of a buzzword, uh, marketing automation mm-hmm. and, what um, and what we've done is we're actually the first company to create a suite of marketing automation tools that run natively in WordPress. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this, uh, you know it's a small business tool of choice and um, and for a um, uh, so we do it in WordPress and for a you know a small business price a lot of. Um, a lot of marketing automation that people are familiar with, tools like HubSpot, for example, is, is one of the big ones, mm-hmm. um, Pardot, Marketo. Um, these are all tools that are going to cost somewhere between 500 to 800 a month mm-hmm. all the way up to, say, 3000 a month. Mm-hmm. So, um, so really great tools, but they're huge. The price tag is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But what we've got is a um, is a suite of tools that are really simple for small businesses to use. Mm-hmm. You can, um, uh, you know, you, you sign up today. You can have it up and running in two days if you want. Um, it really is pretty simple. And um, and what what our software does is um, we've built in lead tracking into uh, into WordPress. So if um, uh, so if somebody fills out a gravity form on your website, we'll we'll start tracking their behavior and we'll tell them we'll tell you what what they're looking at. We'll tell you um, uh, we'll tell you when they visit, what they click uh, when they get their email newsletter. We'll tell you um, what they click on after that first click. You know, Mailchimp mm. will tell you that first click. Hey, right. somebody, um, you know, hey, you got twenty clicks on this email newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, and ten of them were on this link, and five of them were on this link, and five of them were on this link, and that's you know, and and we all feel real good about ourselves, and we give ourselves a pat on the back, mm-hmm. and we say, wow, we got twenty people on our website today from our email newsletter. That's fantastic. But there's still no way with the data that that Mailchimp alone gives you for you to sort out the people who are really interested in something, or the people who you know, just kind of clicked and, you know, and said, okay, you know, mm-hmm. that's cute. I'm done. Um, but what, what our tool can tell you is, um, is so, you know, you know, when they come to your website and then you see the 20 people that, that clicked and you can see, oh, well, this person actually went to three more pages mm-hmm. after they clicked that first link for my email. Mm-hmm. This person must be very interested in something. I should give them a call. Mm-hmm. Versus the person who, um, you know, versus the person who, you know, looked at one page and, you know, maybe didn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we're not saying absolutely that one person is more valuable than the other, but when you're a small business owner and you don't have time, you know, you know that you can't make those. You can't call all twenty of those people in the next in the next twenty four hours, but. But to say, hey, these five might be more valuable than the others, mm-hmm. that's great information for you. Helps you well, prioritize. And it also helps you look at trends, you know, because maybe you have 20 people that went, you know, clicked through from the email to the website, and then from there, all 20 of them went somewhere totally different. That's showing you that the, the landing page that, that you had them go to might need different content, might need a different call to action, you know, something like clearly it wasn't sticky enough that they, they wanted something. So it's a good way for you to get to know, you know, what is your website doing? So, so the, the thing that, that and, and one of the reasons that actually we ended up creating this functionality that then turned into part of, um, you know, part of a suite of services which now we're selling, um, you know, was was the idea that, you know, so we've got Google Analytics. It's free. It's wonderful. We love it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Orbiter definitely does not replace Google Analytics, but when you take those two tools and you, and you use them together, mm-hmm. you know, Google Analytics tells you the big trends. They tell you what, what the population as a whole is mm-hmm. doing on your website, how they're using it, how they found it. Mm-hmm. Um, what Orbiter tells you um, is as individuals, what specific people who you, whose names and email addresses you know, mm-hmm. how they're using the website, and so every lead becomes a story. Right. And you see how they're using your stuff and you see what they're, what they're interested in. And when you take that information and you start comparing it to the trends in analytics, you suddenly start being able to see the, the differences between, for example, your good leads and your bad leads. You mm-hmm. see, um, you see the points where, where you're losing people. Mm-hmm. And not just and, and not just people as a whole, but but actual individuals, mm-hmm. and um, and you can say, you know, you can start telling the difference between, you know, hey, we lost this lead. I think it was just, you know, I, I think that that maybe they just chose somewhere someone else. Maybe maybe it was a failure of our sales team. Mm-hmm. Knowing the difference between that situation and, hey, all of these misqualified leads came through this particular page after mm-hmm. viewing this page, maybe we've got a content problem. Mm-hmm. And right. so, um, and so that's, uh, you know, so you can start diagnosing those things. And, and the other way that Orbiter helps a lot is, um, is we do real time email alerts when, mm. um, when somebody, uh, when somebody comes back to your site. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for a lot of us, and especially those of us that are selling either high dollar items or who are selling B2B, um, you know, we, we might be in a sales process for two, three months or, or in the case of, say, a small business person that sells large engagements to Fortune 500 mm-hmm. companies, which, which, is a, which is a really common way to do business. I mean, you might be in a sales process for, for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And to navigate that long sales process and and trying to figure out when your prospect is interested in um, in talking about something, well, you'll get an email that says, "Hey, Bob Smith from Company X is on your website uh, right now, and they're looking at this page." And uh, and you say, "Oh, wow, he I haven't talked to him in three months. Let's um, let's pick up the phone and give him a call." Mm-hmm. And so it it you know it can kind of help you do that crystal ball kind of stuff where, where you're actually anticipating people's needs. Cool. So, so that's, that's one of the things we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, it sounds like a lot of work and it is, but the alternative is that you're guessing, you know, you're, you're thinking, okay, well, I, I sent out this email and now I'm just going to follow up with 30 phone calls. Well, maybe 20 of those are completely unnecessary because they didn't get what they wanted out of your website, but 10 of those were very good, but you could have eliminated those 20 misfires just by spending a little bit of time analyzing the results uh, using your, your plugin. Absolutely. And, um, and so the, the lead tracking is just a, um, you know, a very big deal that, that I, I, I think it's, you know, and especially in, in having a product that we've, I guess, launched, well, really just a month ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's been by far like the big thing that people are like, I can't believe that I've been living my life without this. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do, um, uh, we also help you uh, create and format within WordPress emails for um, emails and autoresponders for MailChimp. Mm-hmm. So instead of going and trying to do stuff in MailChimp's templates, you can create an email newsletter just like a regular WordPress page. Nice. And we've got email templates built into the software, mm-hmm. and um, which you can customize with your logo and with your colors and and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And so you can create your email newsletter in two minutes. You can mm-hmm. set up, you know, those autoresponder campaigns that that we talked about, um, as opposed to you know going and logging into Mailchimp and doing that. You right. can actually create and edit them all right in WordPress, which is. Um, which is a big time saver for a lot mm-hmm. of people. A lot of people don't don't use the other tools because it's something else to to, to learn. It's something else to manage. Mm-hmm. And um, and so 
what we're trying to do is basically saying, look, you've got a WordPress website. You probably like WordPress. Most people do. Mm-hmm. And you've probably, if you've done any work on your website at all, you've probably become pretty decent at using it. Mm-hmm. So let's not try to teach you new skills, especially mm-hmm. being a small business owner that's right. already mm-hmm. stretched in, in, in time. Let's get you using this tool as effectively as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we also set it up that you can create landing pages mm-hmm. on uh, right on WordPress and, and have them uh, properly formatted um, with, uh, with a gravity form of your choice and, you know, without all the navigation that appears mm-hmm. on, your, on your main site. Um, a lot of WordPress themes don't come with landing pages, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, I mean, if you're getting one custom built, the developer isn't going to, you know, give you a landing page template unless you ask them specifically mm-hmm. for it. So, so we've got um, so, so we've got those things as well as a, a mobile um, a mobile template just built into the fabric of Great. of um, uh, of our product, and, and you know, now built right into WordPress. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you said you, a key word back there a, a little bit ago that is the, the heart of what we're talking about with, with the show today, and that's being efficient. You know, we could probably figure out how to do a lot of these things on our own. You know, maybe it is going to MailChimp and creating a different form for each thing and, you know, all those various things. And for some people, that's fun and they want to do that, but it's not the best use of their time because they really need to be reaching out to those customers, those potential customers, all those various things. So by using, you know, some of these tools that really are a pretty minimal cost per month or per year, you freed up your time to go do those other things. Well, and, and, and time is money. You're, you're, mm-hmm. um, you're doing a, you know, you're, 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 cause not only, not only are you, um, are you creating more time, which, which by virtue allows you to earn more money, mm-hmm. you're also engaging in a process that's going to make you, um, that's going to make you a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of us, you know, the, the substitute for, for doing the stuff that we've been, been talking about um, for the last 45 minutes or so mm-hmm. is basically what a lot of us do, which is nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do blogging. It's, it's going to take too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to learn MailChimp. I don't want to do this. It's, you know, oh, it all takes so much time. Uh, very few of us, um, you know, very few of us consider how much money we're actually leaving on the table mm-hmm. by doing that. Right. And so you take that $150 a month that I said is, you know, you can, you can get all your marketing done for 150 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that 150 a month, you multiply it out for the year, and that comes out to what, $1,800? Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, only, it only takes one or two more clients. Mm-hmm. Right. You've paid for that. To make, more than, to more than make back mm-hmm. that $1,800. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at this and you're saying, well, I don't think that I'm going to get one more client. I mean, then you don't have a whole lot of confidence in, um, you know, in yourself as a salesperson at that point, um, you know, which which is a, a different problem. But mm-hmm. I'm not trained right. in, in psychology. <laughs> um, but but in all honesty, I mean, we're we're talking about a very um, a very manageable amount of money and a very manageable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doing this stuff, uh, doing this stuff with our clients. Um, we actually did a. Um, uh, we actually looked at at some numbers a couple of weeks ago. We because because we were curious, and we discovered that on um, on the clients that 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 were uh, that were doing their blogging, um, clients of ours that that we engage with with monthly that are doing their blogging and um, and doing their emails and and engaging even at a rudimentary level on social media, that if you're doing those three things, social media, by the way, something else that's easily automatable through WordPress, mm-hmm. um, uh, we saw in our clients an overall increase by 74% in traffic. Mm-hmm. That is a huge number. A huge and when number. you think about what you're, and when you think about what you're leaving on the table, by, um, you know, by by not doing the 
um, by not doing the blogging work that's going to drive all the other stuff that's going to help you create that traffic. Mm -hmm. And then by not doing the automation and lead management work um, uh, on the back end to to help you sell more effectively to those folks, I mean, just think about how much money you're 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 leaving on you're you're leaving on the table. Right. If you take, you know, a, um, you know, if you take seventy four percent more people, and you consider maybe a, you know, you know, three percent conversion rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're talking about a um, you're talking about like an overall increase of one to two percent in, mm-hmm. in 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 you know in, in the, the number right. of leads, or not, you know, or mm-hmm. possibly and, and, more, but, but if they... And these are... <laughs> right, and they're warm leads. These are people who came to you looking for that information. So, you know, it's not just total cold leads. And the thing that, you know, strikes me as we're talking about all of this is not only are we saving time and we're, you know, generating more leads, hopefully more money, there's also that little factor of we're getting more free time. You know, small business owners, I think, you know, we end up doing the 24-7 and we forget that there's other things out there. And if you get some of this automated, if you get all of these things done, then you have time to go walk the dog, spend time with your, your family, take in a movie, you know, which to me is, is absolutely vital for a, a person to be successful having their own business. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, a lot of people, you know, a, a lot of people don't become business owners because it's fun. A lot of people become business owners because they want the freedom they want. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to, to, to do what they love without having to report to anybody. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so managing time management becomes one of the, one of the, the, the big barriers to, mm-hmm. to, to true success right. for a lot of business owners and and you can't just say, Well, I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't say, Well, I'm you know, I'm I'm out of time this week, I'm not gonna you know, I'm I'm not gonna pay my freelancers or um you know, or or I'm not gonna do my billing. And by the same token you can't say, Well, I'm just not gonna do my marketing. Mm-hmm. That that's right. not how that's not how you create a you know a a, a viable business that's mm-hmm. going to um, you know, that, that's going to give you that lifestyle that mm-hmm. you want. Right. You know, and, and we're almost at the top of the hour, but I have something else I want to ask you, and so we might go just a, a little bit over. You mentioned talking, uh, it, automating your social media presence, and, and one of the platforms you talked about in the seminar I attended was Jetpack. But, you know, very briefly, tell us, you know, what are ways that people can automate their social media through their WordPress site? Um, absolutely. So, uh, so there are a lot of tools that, that, that we use. The, the ones that, um, the ones that, that, that I tend to, to recommend a lot are, um, uh, Jetpack, which is free. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, and then there, there are also paid services, which are very helpful, like Hootsuite and, um, and, and Buffer is another good one. I love um, Buffer. So, I've been using Buffer app a lot. Buffer, Buffer is Buffer is one of my favorites. The mm-hmm. the um, the downside, the only downside that I found to to, to Buffer, and, and I, um, in terms of of what I personally enjoy using, Buffer is right at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. The um, the downside, the only downside to Buffer, from what I've seen. Is that it doesn't quite have as many integrations as Hootsuite. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Hootsuite, so so first of all, there's Jetpack, which will help you get your basic uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you hook it up, and um, and every time you publish a blog post, it can be automatically added to your um, to your Facebook, to your uh, to your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And um, and to your and to your Twitter account. So so really simple. Um, it comes free. through looking pretty and and free. Mm-hmm. Um, now Hootsuite is is very cheap. Hootsuite is about six dollars a month. I want to say, and um, and the way the way that we use Hootsuite is um, generally to um, to reach those places that that Jetpack can't. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Hootsuite is is kind of lousy at posting to um, at, pay, at posting to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out kind of not looking right, mm-hmm. um, but especially when you're doing it, you know, as 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 a synchronization from your blog using your RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you can do with Hootsuite, which is just awesome, number one, you can you can post to your company's Google Plus page, mm-hmm. which um, which is obviously becoming more and more relevant, and especially right. as we see um, as we see Google Plus starting to um, you know starting to absorb things like Google Places and, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So so keeping that up to date very important. Um, that alone might be worth six dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing that you can do, which is immensely useful uh, with Hootsuite, is automatically taking those blog posts and getting them on your LinkedIn company pages mm-hmm. um, and posting to your LinkedIn groups. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, and so, for example, um, I subscribe to a lot of groups about um, things like search engine optimization and WordPress and marketing automation. And between my blog and Hootsuite, I've got it set up where as soon as my blog post publishes, mm-hmm. I've, got, um, I've got basically everything updated all at once. Nice. All of my LinkedIn groups get notified, uh, LinkedIn company profile, my personal mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile, um, all of my business and personal Twitter accounts my Facebook account, my Facebook page, our mm-hmm. Google Plus page. All I need to do is publish my blog post mm-hmm. and everything social media just gets updated automatically. Perfect. Beyond Perfect. that, the, the, the conversation afterwards is up to me. Mm-hmm. But with doing exactly zero extra work at that point, I've managed to, um, I've managed to at the very least, uh, establish a social media foundation mm-hmm. that ensures that my accounts always look up to date. Mm-hmm. That um, because you know when when you when you advertise a Twitter account on your website and then somebody clicks on it and they see that you haven't posted there in three months, <laughs> you know that that's you know <laughs> that damages your credibility. Right. And so and and so without doing any extra work, you can actually. Um, you can actually put up the um, the illusion of a of a very active social media presence, mm-hmm. and what you do from then on is completely up to you. Mm-hmm. Great. So, Eric, I hate to do it because this has been great. So what this means is we will have to have you back on because there's still so many tips that I know that you can share with us. One last time, tell people how to find you and how to find Orbiter. Uh, you can... Find me on on Twitter. I mean, actually, just just Google me, um, Eric Wolf, E R I K W O L F, and you'll probably find all kinds of stuff about me. I'm I'm pretty easy to find. And then um, uh, and then do check out Orbiter. It's um, uh, just O R B T R dot net, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and we've got a 14 day free trial for anyone who wants to check it out. Nice, nice. I love it. Well, for those who aren't connected with me, I always wonder why you're not, because you should be. It's very easy to connect with me. Just go to my website, which is debcreer.com, D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R, and all of my social media links are there. You can you can sign up for my e-newsletter, all that good stuff. Um, but again, Eric, thank you so much. This has been just absolutely beneficial. I've been taking notes and you know opening windows in my browser the whole time we've been talking talking because I want to add all of these things back into to what I've been doing because I do want to do more but spend less time doing this so I can go out and walk my dog and enjoy those fun things. So thank you so much for, for being here. And as I said, we will have you back on again. Well, thank you very much. Great. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully you don't get too much snow there in Denver. I hope not. Perfect. Thanks. Uh, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will chat with you next week. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. 
Podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.